Sarah's the worst at it. Okay, everyone off. Okay. We're gonna start now. <laughs> All right. So welcome. Welcome back to our podcast. Not really my sisters. Amanda. Sarah. <laughs> Kristen. <laughs> Not really my sisters with my sisters. Okay. So before we get started, I wanted to say we are now available on Spotify. And so iTunes. Not yet. Oh. I'm waiting for the approval. You have to send it in and wait for it to be approved. Well, what the fuck? So I'm waiting for it to be... It might be by the time this comes out on Thursday, but it's not right now. So just Spotify and Podbean right now. And then you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. So Instagram is not really my sister's. Twitter is not really my sister's. Facebook is not really my sister's podcast. But they're all at NRMS podcast. Say that again, but slower because you slurred a little bit. At... N-R-M-S podcast. Got it. Okay. And then if you want us to answer advice questions from you, you can email us at notreallymysisters at gmail.com. Or, or if you have an answer to any questions we ever ask, oh, yeah. <laughs> send it in because we might ask a question that none of us know the answer to and we need some help. And you can also just on any of our social medias. Yeah. Got yeah. you. Any of the social medias you can write it in the comments or whatever. Um, if you listen to us and you like us, please like our pages and like our video. And, and share. Share it with people because... Please. And thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah, because we, uh, when I looked right before I left the house, 29 people had listened to it, which might sound ridiculous to some people, but that's, that's a lot. That's way lot more than we thought. Because I thought it was going to be like... Us and mom our, and Ryan. Our significant <laughs> others and our parents. <laughs> right. Like but the only thing with that is that... They might have started listening to it, and they could count that, yeah, and then they know. got into it, and they're like, I don't like this, and got off of well, it. Well, I don't know how it works, so, like, it just, I think it just tells me if they... Click on it, right? Click on it. Like, I don't know if, it doesn't tell me, like, oh, they stopped listening halfway through, you know? Right. Which most people probably do, which is fine. Except for mom. She loved it. She told me. Listen, I listened to all the way through, and I loved yeah. it. Well, yeah, I love myself as well, but... Mom's favorite line was, you have to take care of a, keep a whole human alive. It's hard work. <laughs> I thought it was funny how much me and her sounded alike at some points. Like, she yelled at me for telling people about yelling at her bug three in the morning. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, so, go. Um, I want to make sure. Was that everything I wanted to say? I don't know. Is it? Why don't you let us know, I'm Mr. Look, I'm looking at my uh, paper. Notebook. Both of them have notebooks again, and again, I don't. I kind of wung it, got oh, it all ready today. Why are you interrupting me I when I was talking? Help it, because when it pops in my mind, I have to say it out loud or I will forget. Why don't you just like hold your finger up? It helps. Yes, yeah, Sarah, you may go. <laughs> um, <laughs> the last thing was uh, the stuff that we talked about, like in the last episode with the TikToks and the podcast and all that. I put them in the description of the episode, so you can actually see how they're spelled and see what because we just are. We're mess and we're amateurs in this yeah. line. So it's in the description. We're going to do the same thing today with what we talk about. If we talk about stuff, it'll go into the description. Because so we took that advice from our listeners. Yeah. We did. Made us friend. Listen Made to us friend. Shout us. out. Thanks, Sarah. Her name's Sarah? Yeah. Does she spell it with an H, too? Yep. Not All me. All right. Shout out to Sarah. Sarah Weaver. See? Got a shout out already, girl. And it's only the second episode. Okay. 
I think that was all I had to say. Do you guys have anything you want to say? No, because I don't prepare for these things. I told you I'm going to be the wing it one. I'm going to be the one unprepared every time. I just didn't know if you had anything you wanted to say about what we talked about last time or about anything Um, else. I don't know. No, I was pretty happy with how it turned out. I was really excited, you know, doing a first podcast. I didn't think it would be that good. But I actually, I know it's, you know, definitely weird saying it, but I definitely laughed at ourselves. Something big did happen since our last podcast. What? It's on your finger, bitch. Oh, I got engaged. <laughs> and what else did you get? I got engaged and I got a puppy. So it's a shark. It is. We call him baby shark because he bites everything. He well, bites like on the last you. one, you'll hear, if you pay attention, you'll hear Amanda say something about asking about dress shopping. And I just cut her, I just shut Amanda down full on because I didn't want to get into that conversation because it was literally about to happen. Yeah. So, so I just shut her down. So pretty excited. Shout out to my fiance, Nicholas. <laughs> I love him. Don't worry, I said yes, in case you wanted to know. <laughs> yeah, she took the puppy and was I like, took the puppy you, and I was like, This was right, the whole point then. of this relationship. I just wanted a puppy. Goodbye. Except we're recording in your house right now, so that'd be awkward. <laughs> yeah. It's been good. Obviously, the engagement's been great, but... For one week. The baby, the... It's been two weeks now. Oh, yeah, um, that's right. Me and Amanda took a vacation. But the ba- baby shark has been rough. Um yeah, he didn't let us sleep for the first week. We're three days in a row now where he's let us sleep Good. through the night, but he's still peeing in his cage like crazy. And Amanda uh, got everyone, concussed the night I had to come feed him. I got took my face off. Everyone called me crazy for having two puppies at the exact same time, but I would do it again and again and again because it was so much easier to just train them both together and they'd be done. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> wish I could have done that with Sam, but Dad would have never let me have two puppies oh, at the no. same time. no. I thought I was prepared for it because, you know, I dealt with Sam and trained him and he turned out to be a great dog and then we got him, you know, little Dean. But you also had dad's help. Yeah, but not really. I mean, dad helped me, but... Dean's a fucking psycho. Yeah, he's he's not as good as Sam. Sam was, like, instantly a bit. Like, Sam whined for, like, maybe the first two, three nights. He never made an accident in his cage. He, you know what I mean? He he never whined like, like Dean yeah. does. I mean, they're just, like, they're just like people. very vocal. Yes. Just the people. Every single one is different. Um, I do want to explain it, though. My dog's names are oh. Dean and Sam. In case there's any Supernatural fans out there, Dean and Sam are now reconnected. <laughs> they are now together. Sam's, Except you did it backwards, so Sam, right, but Sam is older than Dean, which in the thing, it, it, it's Dean, Dean is, is the older one, Sam. which I was always going to name Sam Dean. And then I got him, and I looked at him, and I said, oh, yeah, no, you've got them puppy dog eyes, you a Sam. And then, you know, yes, that's for sure. So my Sam is but Yellow Lab. But it makes sense. Dean is more of the, would be the biter. The, yes. It makes sense. They yeah. fit their personalities well. They so. do. They do. <laughs> it worked out. Dean's fucking crazy. It worked out well. Um, All right, so do you want to introduce our segment? Oh, yeah. So the segments we're doing today are Shipwrecked and Mommy Corner. So we're going to start with Shipwrecked. Uh, I started last time. first? Yeah, that oh, yeah. is true. Amanda started okay, last so time. So do you want so... me to go or you do? I'm going to make that. Kristen, you're going to go first because last time you waited to the end because you didn't know what you're doing, but we're throwing you in first not knowing what you're doing. That's fine. Fucking go. Because <laughs> I know a little bit. So shipwrecked, we decided this week that on shipwrecked, you're stranded Top. on a desert island and you have to pick top three books that you would want with you on the desert island forever. You can have any other book. That's it. That's your entertainment is these three books. 
Yeah, and so little history. I don't read books. Um, <laughs> she doesn't know how to read, so. But I do enjoy listening to audiobooks. So I have. I say I read you. You Twilight. did read me Twilight, the very first one. Um, I've listened. I've listened like, to all of them now. It's not like you were five and I was reading it. To no, you. I think I was what fifteen. I think I was 15 yeah, when she read Twilight to me. Because I've always just been, I'm a better listener. Like, when I read a sentence, I have to, like, read it six times before I actually understand what I just read. I just, I don't like reading. So I listen to all my audio, I listen to all my books. So she introduced me to Twilight. I ended up listening to all of them on audiobooks. Um, so Twilight is actually one of the books I picked. I did not pick the first one, though. I picked the last one, Breaking Dawn, because I believe that Breaking Dawn... Is that... I know the movies are in two parts, but I can't remember. Breaking Dawn is not in two parts in a book. In, in the, the book, it's a whole all, book. Okay. Yes. And so Breaking Dawn remember. Part 1 and 2, the movies, are my favorite out of the whole series. And it's the same with the book. The book of Breaking Dawn is my favorite. And I've seen the, the movie so many times that, like, I can literally play the movie in my head while I'm reading it, which I love. So I feel like it's kind of like two-for-one right. deal when I'm on this island because now I can watch the movie in my head while I'm reading it, you know? <laughs> and that one, they didn't do much changing from book to movie. No, not in the Twilight series. So it's, right, you can read the book and you can literally see the movie in your head. Yeah, because they only changed a little bit of stuff, but it wasn't really changed. It was more that they just cut out details, like stuff that they right. went in depth with in the books, which you obviously can do in a book and you can't do in a movie. Right, but it's not like with like Game of Thrones or Harry Potter where they were getting rid of entire characters or cutting out entire plot lines and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I've never read either of those series. I haven't read... I read <laughs> I haven't read them either, but I know people who have read them and watched the books, and they were like, "Yeah, no, they like leave a ton of stuff out." Okay. So that was my first book. My you first said breaking. Yeah, breaking, breaking Dawn. Dawn is my first book. My second book is Divergent. All of mine have TV shows or movies connected to them. That's the first one. Divergent series? is the Divergent series. There's Divergent, Insurgent, and Allegiant. Those are the three books. Allegiant was split into two movies, or they wanted to... I haven't seen the last one. I think they wanted to split into two movies, but then ended up not doing it and left it like that. But either way... I only, like, I've only seen the first one as well. I've seen Divergent and Insurgent, but I've I not seen... Three. I have not have seen, seen the third one. Oh, so did they split the third one? Did they split the third one? I think they're all three. No, I think own. they're three separate movies. Three movies. Uh, I think. It's okay. Three. Well, I just I knew that they had originally talked about yeah, splitting, splitting Allegiant, like they did with the last Harry Potter, like they did if with they, the last. If they did, I haven't seen it. I've only seen three movies. I think all okay. books that are turned into movies. I think if it's one book, you can turn it into a movie. But I think in the, the like the series ones, I think they should be turned into TV shows because they could get. Oh, they could get all, all that depth. Out. They could get into depth and everything, and it would be amazing. Yeah. Like, that's what Game of Thrones did, although they fucked everything up at the end. It's still, like, it was easier for them, even though they still had to cut out a ton, because that those books have a billion characters in them. Yeah. But I think that they should all make them into series. It's easier. It, yeah, it's and I think it's more better. enjoyable, yeah. too, as a viewer... To be able to watch a show that has seven seasons and watching three movies that are an hour and a half long. Like, I feel like you get more fulfillment out of it as a book lover. Like, I'm pretty sure Amanda would have had, you know, an orgasm if they would have made (laughs) Harry Potter into a a TV TV show. Because she's obsessed with Harry Potter series. A lot of millennials are. Um, I like the movies, but never read the books. They're too big and too many of them, so no thank you. That's just um, not the type of... I love the movies, but that's just not the type of book I like to read. Yeah. But so, second book is Divergent. The reason I chose that one again is, like, these are, like, my favorite, you know, shows and series that I'm picking. 
And Divergent, again, is one of those things that it's, like, almost detail by detail into the movie. It's, like, the same. So, again, I can watch it, you know, in my head. But then, but what's really nice about the books and why I like, you know, listening to audiobooks better than the movies is because you get that extra detail. And then you can put that extra detail into the movie yourself. And, then like, in your head. Do you know what I mean? I did, I did not follow that sentence. So I was there, I was listening, and then halfway through, I started thinking about something else, and then I came back, and I was like, I don't know what just happened. So, in the movie Divergent, if you're watching it, it's really good, and then if you read the book, the Uh book's better because of the extra detail. Right. But if you watch the movie and then read the book and, like, think of the movie while you're listening to the book or reading the book, those extra details that they... Like and take the, out and, and yeah and like the extra thoughts that you hear in the characters' heads, you can see it and like you know what I mean. Like <laughs> you can, you can add, add it, it into your mo- into the movie yourself through your head. Okay, <laughs> do you understand now? Did you follow yeah. that? Yeah, I followed it. I had to pay really close attention. I don't know why. I just could not. Okay. I could not. But so that was my second I'm one. I let you give me a beer, and now I'm just gonna be a mess this entire time. That's fine. And so then, that, so my third one is a book series that was turned into a TV show. Yes. It's called The 100. I'm just going to stick with the very first one, just be the very first book out of The 100, because there's four of them. It's like The 100, Day 21, Rebellion, and I can't remember the fourth one. But I'm picking the first one, which is just The 100. And what I really love about this one is it's completely different than the TV show. Which is so weird. It is weird. There's it's diff- weird that you... I guess I just think it's weird that you would love that they're different, because most people would be like furious that they're completely different. Well, and I think it's because it's the same plot. Pay attention to what is happening. Put your phone down. I was getting information for the podcast. But it Listen, was... that was from before the podcast. Just like I had to yell at Kristen last week for being on her phone for like 20 minutes. Okay, back to me. <laughs> you made me go first, and I am prepped for this. <laughs> just no, kidding. Some, Don't lie. Talking on my ass right now. Um, but, so, what's really nice is the plot's still the same. And, like, the, like, the forming characters are still the same. But they go in different, like, storylines. Like, different directions with the show and with the books. And so, it's still about the same thing, but they do it differently. Different relationships happen. There's different characters in the book. So weird. But I really enjoy it because I really love that show. And I watched, the, obviously, I watched all of the things before I read any of the books. But, like, watching the show, like... You know, you watch it. I don't want to do any spoilers, so I'm not going to say anything. But, like, there's, like, a specific relationship that that doesn't happen in this TV show that you really want to see. But it happens in the first book. That's so... It's still just so weird to me. Like, could you imagine if they put out Harry Potter and you went and watched it and they were like, here's the characters. They're the same. But this is not what happened. Well, the big issue is, like, the books are so long that making them into a movie, they do leave out big, big chunks of, like good sections of book that you want to see in the movie right but it's also how do you put that in a movie you know right. what i mean it's harder with that one too but how how mad would you be if you showed up and they were just like this is not it this is something different but it's the same i would be not happy well yeah but i mean i also feel like yeah because i own all seven books and all eight movies right you know what i mean like it and most people read the books before like you read the books before you watch the movies and so... I stood at the midnight releases of the last four books. Yeah. But either way, I don't know. I really enjoyed I both. I Twilight. I, I went to the midnight release of, yeah. like, I think two of them. I did the same thing. Listen, people shit on Twilight, and that's fine. It was not a difficult book to read, but it's, like, novels for teenagers. Like, that's the point. It's not supposed to be super difficult. Yeah, I still struggle. I don't care how dumb it was. I loved it. 
And I, I love the love movies, it. too. Whatever. And, like, people dog on Kristen Stewart because she was a terrible actor, quote-unquote. But The first movie was real rough with her. But listen, it's not because she's a bad actor. I've seen her in a bunch of stuff, and she's actually a good actress. It was because she was playing Bella, who's a terrible character. She's that She was acting the way Bella would have acted. Yes, acted. And, and I agree with that, but I also feel like because of reading the books, that there was a little bit more emotion that Kristen Stewart could have put into sections. Yeah, she was just trying to play the part, I think, though. And, right. she, and I understand that, but that was also one of her first big things, too, was the Twilights. Yeah. So she wasn't as good as she is now and all the stuff she is. I still love Kristen Stewart. Right. I love the movies. Literally, for my, what... It was my 26th birthday, and my boy, well, fiance now, what asked me what I want to do on my birthday. I said, I want to order pizza, and I want to watch the all the Twilight movies in one day. And so we did. <laughs> and that's what I did for my 26th birthday. I mean, it's just, I just think it's funny, because, like, she, that movie, I watched something the other day where they took, like, the music out, mm-hmm. like, in the part, in the cafeteria, where, like, they're staring at each other, or, like, Edward's staring at her. And this is the creepiest thing you will ever watch without the music there. You're like, oh, God. <laughs> He's going to, like, murder her. That's what you think, but that's because Listen, you're... everyone's going to murder everyone. But, okay. That's just the way the world But, so, with the everyone's 100... <laughs> but, so, with the 100, I really like that it's it's different because... I don't know. I must be weird in that aspect, but I really like both. I love the TV sh- show. I love the book sh- book series... And I've so, never read or seen either. Um, That'll probably be one of the ones that we it's really good. watch. It's I've really watched good. the first, what was it, five episodes? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Something like that. I'm on season five. That'll probably be There's one seven of the seasons. That we do. But, um, There's seven? They're coming out with the seventh. So six is on Netflix, and seventh is going to be premiering this year. didn't really start that many. Yeah. Well, they could have stopped. You know, at some points <laughs> they should have. But they go from, like, really good seasons to, like, in an okay season back to good seasons. So it's like... The one yeah, season, it's like, okay, shows. you could have, you should have stopped not done this season. Yeah. But then they go to another season, and it's great. And it's like, okay, I'm glad you kept going, because this season's <laughs> really good. But, either way, The 100 was my third book. The first one, you said? Yes, the very okay. first one. Um, it was hard picking these books, because I've only read... <laughs> like, I think I counted, like, 12 books, because I read the four Twilight books. Amanda's face. I know. Now. Literally, though. Amanda I read... is the book reader, for sure. Yes. She was always in her books all the time, so it's hilarious. <laughs> but I was being sarcastic with it being hard to pick, because I've only read... So, the four Twilight books... <laughs> it was pretty damn easy, because I had the choice the, between The four books. 100 books, so that's eight. I picked one... Tw- one Divergent. books I've read. Divergent and the Maze Runner... Ten books? Ten books. Ten in books. your whole life. Well, I'm not counting all the books that they made me read in well, high school. and how many, Just of, how many of those ten did you actually read? Because you listened to books, right? I listened to all of them on audio. So, so you didn't yeah, read any of them. How many books have you ever read? Like, actually, physically read? From cover to cover, opened it, and read the words printed on the page. All of it. I did it while listening. No. How many have you done? Uh, how many all together? I've never read, read a book without listening to it at the same time. I'm appalled. She's never read a book. Well, I read books in high school. From, from, yeah. I read The Great Gatsby. Okay. So she has read a book. I read, um, I'm a little less appalled. I read, um, The Mower Incident. Oh my god. Well, I I don't know what if you count, but like The Crucible, because that was kind of more of a play. But I read that, and then words printed on a page, and you read those. It counts. For you, I read, it counts. I read the one with the kids. 
who like kill each other on the island. The Fly? Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies. Oh, I read that. I read that, and then... Well, I mean, everyone's forced to read all those. Um, right. But so... I mean, although in high school, I did not, re- I did not actually no, read most of Well, like, I didn't... Like, so, like, read. Fahrenheit 451 or whatever. They, Fahrenheit 451. Whatever. They tried to make me read that. I didn't read that. I don't know if they tried to, but I definitely never read that. Um, <laughs> so, there was another one that they tried to make me read that I didn't read. I just cheated off of Brittany. I'm pretty sure that most of the books in high school I did not actually read, because I was... It's the, not my genre. The it's only not what one, I mean to. the only one I really read and enjoyed was The Crucible, and it's because I love witches and that kind of stuff. And I I've love never read that one. The Crucible, I think it's really I good. I don't think I've read that one either. I don't remember. Like, there's some books you know. Like, I remember them teaching me The Great Gatsby, even though I didn't read it. I oh, I like that was. It. I love that book too. But I don't remember. I don't remember them reading. But that was reading it. So no, since high school, we might have. Other know. than like textbooks for like learning through college. <laughs> No, I never read another book. I read Divergent while listening to Divergent. Like, I followed the words while they talked it into my ear. While they talked it into my ear. <laughs> but, no, that's it. Other than that, I own you all of those. Every single word book heart. Listen, <laughs> every single book that I just named, those ten books, I own all ten of them. You should they're try all, it with sometimes. They're all downstairs. You should read one. Just do it. Just to do it. It's hard, though. <laughs> I'm not a good reader. We all have no. It's okay. we all have skills that we're better at, and reading is not one of my skills. We're really Amanda got all the reading skills in, in this, this family. situation. It's really like Amanda, 100% books, books, books. Me, in the middle. I like books and whatever. I'll listen hey, to them. I'll read them. Sarah read her first book cover to cover in, in one, one trip sitting. on the one way home sitting. from Florida. I read the whole book. All at once. I've never done that before. What book? Uh, it was called the Foretelling or the Fortune Telling. Fortune telling? Yeah, something like that. I was it good? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have read it, it cover to cover been. in one sitting if it wasn't good. What was it about? I might listen uh, to it. So, <laughs> I might listen to it. So, you'd have to be into my, the genre that I'm into. Is it the books sci-fi? That, the books that I like to read are fiction books based Is in... fiction real or not real? <laughs> <laughs> so, fiction... Sorry. Fiction's not real, right? Correct. Fiction is a made-up story. But the kind that I like are fiction stories based in real historical events. Right. So, like, how they do, like, (laughs) how they, like, do documentaries, like, reenactments of documentaries, like, of, like, murders. Like the Ted Bundy. They have the real ones, but then they have the Ted Bundy. The doc- movie. The movie, right. Okay, Which well, no, is, like, so Zac Efron. Like, That's obviously not real, but it's a real story that so they're this acting is like, out. So, you know, Nazi about? Germany. Yes. I want to read a story about a person in Nazi Germany Hitler. and their story, not Hitler. <laughs> oh, A person, like, God. living through the Holocaust. I okay. want to read their story, but typically they're, they're fiction. It's not a real person. It's this the author made up this person and made up their story through it. But it's happening in a real historical event. Oh, well, that just seems fake, then. It just seems like a lie. Like, <laughs> you're making up a fake story that happened during Nazi Germany. And well, because, like, I read ones where it's, like, the Salem Witch Trials. And it's a story of a girl who's accused of being a witch. But it's not a real person. So it's a fake story within a real situation. Yes. Got it. Cool. So, well, that's so those, are the, those are what you like. That's what I love to read. I don't read, like, any other type of book. I read all types of books. Like, tw- I read Twilight when I was in... I've read other books, but, like, my favorite, the ones that I get into are those. So, like, that book that I was reading in the car was about... A fortune teller? Um, was it World War Two? No, I think it was World she War One. She said fortune teller was what it was called. Yeah, it, I think it was World War One. Ew, but I don't whatever, like history. It was in one of the World Wars, and it was about this family 
that are they're kind of well off and they're living in England and this the war is happening in France. It's World War One. It's happening in France and oh, the one son right. goes off to war. Uh, and then the other son goes off to war and what's left is the daughter. What's left is the daughter who is trying to be a nurse. And then she starts, she's been seeing the future since she was a little kid, but she like tried to ignore it. She was seeing people's deaths. Mm. And so she sees someone's death when she's little. And then she says something as a little kid and everyone's like, don't say that. And they're like basically telling her not to think about it, not to say it, not to admit it. And she, but she's seeing it and she sees her brother die in battle. And so the whole book is her going to try and save her brother from dying in battle. And so you're following her whole story of getting to her brother to save him. I like the part about her seeing the future. I don't like the history part about it because I don't. I mean, but like it doesn't go. It's not like history. it goes into. It's not like you're sitting there reading like on this date in this year this happened. No, you're you're reading about this girl living through this event and going to find her brother. Yeah. And save his life. My genre is like sci-fi pretty much because I like the 100 right. is about them going to space and coming back right. after a nuclear reaction or nuclear explosion or something. Is it called? Is, it, is that right? What? A nuclear explosion. What's it called, though? What do they call that? So they sent, like, nuclear missiles, and it blew up the... Pretty much blew up the world and made Isn't it inhabitable. It? I should stop drinking this beer. Okay. But either way, that's what happens, and so they go to space, and then they come back when it... And to find out if it's been livable again. You know, and then right. they break out into war. So that's why I really like... Like, that's kind of the genre. Twilight, the vampires, you know, right. Teen Wolf. Well, I love the werewolves. Like, those... You're into... TV-wise. TV, wise, and TV movie, wise, books, all... Yeah, that's See, just my for me genre. I love all I of that stuff. I would probably not watch a movie about one of the books that I like. I probably would not enjoy the movie. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't like history movies. But I love books based in history. But, like, when I'm watching TV, I prefer sci-fi, like you do. Yeah, I'm a, I I'm a sci-fi. sci-fi but well, I and see, that's the thing. That's... I really like... I find a movie that I love. That's how I pick the Divergent book to listen to. <laughs> Because I right. find a movie... You watch first read. Yes. I find a movie that I love, and so then I listen to the book because they normally have more detail. You should always read the book before you listen watch the movie. Nope. I have never done it. All the Twilights That's I had so watched sad. first. <laughs> Divergent, Maze Runner, The 100. I watched well, all Twilight, of that stuff first. I read first. you the first book before when the movie. Twilight was about to come out, yes. Right. But then the other ones were But after. you read it to me, and I was 15, so did I really listen? Listen, bitch. I spent a lot of time reading to you. I know. I'm so happy. Don't look at it. <laughs> I was just trying to see where I'm we sorry. are. I'm being aggressive today. Is that Bud Light? It is. Okay, Amanda. So, no, I lied. We'll go backwards. So, Sarah. I in the middle last time. Yeah, so you gotta go in the middle again. You're in the middle child. Get fucking used to it. Well, I mean, then I was just talking about the genre. I like, so I might as well talk about the books. Oh, yeah. All that's right. what we were on. Books. Got so, it. Jesus Christ. So, I'm the, taking the next thing on ship, bro. <laughs> Right, because books aren't your specialty. I'm pretty sure when we stopped recording and I said, what are we doing next time? We I chose shipwrecked and then Kristen said, yeah, we should do books. So it's the first thing that came to my head. I mean, okay. I knew Amanda would get on it. <laughs> She'd pick Harry Potter, but she can't take all seven, so. Oh, I have a reason. I have a way to try she to figure it out. out. She got it down. You can't <laughs> cheat. Okay, go. You can't cheat. I got all this shit written down. What are you talking about? No, she said that she got it, like, all figured out. She can't take all seven Harry oh, Potter books. No. There's no way she. No, she chose. She figured it out. Okay. It out. Okay. So, the first book I picked is actually the first book that got me into that genre of fiction stories based in history. Because, like I said, I didn't really read any of the books in high school. I wasn't into it. They never caught my attention. So, the first book that I read um, that really got me was Incantation. 
um, Incantation, which is by Al, um, Alice Hoffman. So it's been a billion years since I actually read this book because, like I said, it was the first one that got me, so it was in high school. So I got online to, like, to re remind myself right, what it was. Right, summarize it, just right. to recap. And I did not realize that Alice Hoffman wrote Practical Magic, the one that became the well, movie Practical, like Magic. Practical Magic. Yeah. Oh, Alice, wait, I love that movie. Alice Hoffman wrote that Not book. Not the book, because she's probably never read it. <laughs> no, but can you write that down or underline it? I'm going to see it. if I can get an audio on it. Yeah, Alice Hoffman wrote that book. I've, I haven't read it. I didn't realize she wrote it. But her book, Sorry, Incantation. Who's, who's Alice Hoffman? She's the author of Incantation. Oh, that's book, why we brought her up. Book. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So she, this book was one of her young novels. It's for teenagers. Um, I'm sure so, when you read it. Yeah, so it's a it's a relatively easy book to read. It's not anything crazy. It's based around this girl named Estrella. I don't know if that's how you say it. That's how okay. I said it in my head. That's all I know. Yes. I just want to pause real quick. Was I supposed to explain my books? Because I didn't. I just said why I picked them. I didn't really explain what was but the everyone, plot of all of them. I mean, but everyone knows most of them. You explained the 100. Yeah. Hers are not common books. Okay. Yours are have been turned yes. into movies okay. and everybody's probably watched or right. read. Right, like Amina or... doesn't okay. have to explain Harry Potter. Right, okay. she picks one of those books, everyone knows what happens okay. in Harry Potter. I just wanted to make sure, because you know, yeah. you did the research, clearly I won it, so I just wanted to make sure that we didn't have to it's like fine. go to like correction. It's fine. Okay. So in Incantations, about a girl named Estrella. Um, she is 16 years old and this... Huh? Well, why don't you pronounce I it then for Estrella. her? I think it's Estrella. I always said Estrella because I was reading it and that's what made sense Just to me. from having my EL learners at school, yeah. when they have a student whose name is spelled like that, they would say it Estrella. Estrella. Okay, well, I said it wrong for my whole life. And so. I really like Estrella better. <laughs> I do too, but the, I just read it how it was written. I don't know. That's fine. I don't know how to read either. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I make up words too. <laughs> I do that a lot when I'm reading. I'm like, that word seems like it would sound like this. <laughs> This is my best guess. I don't know. <laughs> That's my life. Okay. Oh Australia. Uh, yeah. She was 16 years old, and so this is happening during the Spanish Inquisition, which was in the 1500s. And what is the Spanish Inquisition? Oh, so my God. this is when, this in Spain, they were trying to convert everyone to Christianity. Oh, okay. So if you were a Jew, you were arrested, possibly oh. killed. Like, they wanted everyone to be Christian. See, this is why I don't want to know about history, because it's just sad. Like, so this love girl, love. her family... I don't want to give a lot away, but so her story is about she is living in Spain. Her best friend's name is Catalina, and the Catalina she, wine mixer. <laughs> she, Catalina, this is a long time ago. So Catalina is betrothed or whatever to oh yeah her cousin. Ew, oh, what? You know that word? I know what betrothed means. Good yeah. job. She's well, betrothed. Listen, I listen to. I watch. I listen to. <laughs> no, Stop I'm talking. Sorry. No, I didn't mean listen. I watch a lot of like. Like older based movies of like royals and stuff, like yeah. rain and stuff, where it's like you're betrothed to somebody. I know so that she's betrothed to her cousin Andre, because that's what they did back then. I'm sure. And gross. so, so Astra, how did you say Australia, Australia, and her, Catalina are best friends, but Australia and Andre fall in love. Oh, is that always what happens? And so Catalina's pissed. I, while this is happening, she's falling in love. Australia is also learning that her family is pretending to be Christian. To not be arrested and killed. So she's actually Jewish. And she's learning this while she's also falling in love with Andreas. Well, Catalina does not like, obviously, that she is there falling in love. And so she, Catalina turns in their neighbor for being um, fake Christians. And they get taken away. Well, then she also then um, turns in Australia and her family. So they take away. Yeah, she is. They take away Australia's mother, mother, brother, and grandpa. 
Why just three of them and not the that's who? Was, I think it was that was who was there when oh, they did the raid okay. to get them. And they're they hiding like under the under like the floors and stuff. Like they I don't remember. The, I think they just weren't in the house in the, when it happened. Because that's what they did in Nazi Germany, right? They right. They would hide people under the floors and the floorboards and stuff. I don't want to give a tongue away, but they kill her family. They put them to death. You should probably stop talking about it. I know, I can't help it. it. But they put them You're to like death. You're like two thirds through the book. Listen, I. No, this is actually the beginning because then the main story is Australia trying to leave. Gotcha. So her and her grandma, who are the only ones left, they run away. Try to flee. They want to flee Spain and they take Andre with them because <laughs> they're in love. And so this it's this whole story of her discovering she's Jewish and then them trying to escape persecution and all this stuff and be able to live their lives. And her best friend's a bitch. Was she Jewish or was she... <laughs> she was Jewish. Her family was pretending to be Christian. Well, so I just didn't know because there was away. other religion, so I didn't know. No, if... she is Jewish, okay. and they were just pretending okay. to be Christian. Yeah, but so that's that one. She... This, it actually, I mean, it does sound interesting. Um, I would read it. Christian would only listen to it. I would only it. listen to it, but... It's, it's not super long, and it's very easy to read. Like, if you want to... Because it is a young adult novel, it so is Twilight. easier to read. It's not nearly that long. Okay. Like, this book is only it's not oh, very okay. long that one would be an easy one for you to read which is what got me hooked on that genre love it i mean that makes sense i get it okay all right what's, so, what's our next choice here so what's my next book? book is called sarah's key guess why i picked this book to read in the first place it's because your name is on it because it's your name it's my name second of all isn't it like wasn't it turned into a scary movie it's turned into a movie it's not a scary movie but oh. it is a movie Maybe. So, oh, Skeleton Key. Yes, she knows it's a <laughs> My bad. Skeleton Key is what I was thinking. That's a scary no, movie. No, Sarah's Key. Okay. So, I picked this book because... I picked it up originally because it said... Did they spell your name correctly? Yes. Okay. I know, right? I picked it up because it said Sarah's Key, but then once I read the back, I was like, oh, this is my type of book. And so, I read it. So, this book is actually one of those books that follows two stories, one in the past and one in the present. See, I'd rather watch the movie. I can't... There keep, is a movie. You can I, watch it. I can't keep up with that in a book. It goes back and forth. <laughs> And it follows. I mean, so, stop <laughs> silently judging me. <sighs> Why? She, she loves book. It hurts her heart that you don't read. It hurts my heart that she doesn't fucking watch <laughs> or listen to podcasts or do anything that we I like. Made, I made her listen to my favorite murder. And 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 I'm on episode one. Your thoughts? Oh, I finished it. In your thoughts? And we are in books. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll do this is one of our. It's fine. We'll do it at the end. One of our discussions from our I mean, that's viewers true. I was, was told that we stop jumping around a lot. Oh yeah. Okay. Back on topic. <laughs> so Sarah Ski. We'll get better. So this one is is written by Tatiana De Rosny. I don't know. I will put it in the details. So this one follows. The first story follows is a ten year old girl named Sarah who. This is during World War Two when they go to Paris and France, and they take the Jews. So this is Adolf. Yes, this, this time. one's Hitler. This one's Hitler. Yes. So she... I know a little bit about Hitler, because Dad read all the Nazi Germany like history yeah. books about this war. So I know a little bit about it. So but she so. is, like I said, she's 10 years old, so her and her family live in an apartment in France. Okay. And you're following her story where they get arrested during, I know, I don't know how to say, the Veldahiv. Roundup, which is when they went into Paris and took all the Jews. Okay. So they don't realize what's happening. Like, so they're like, we're taking you. Well, at least this 10-year-old girl didn't realize what was happening. So when they came to the door knocking, she locked her brother in a little cabinet in her house to keep him safe from the people coming to arrest Why him. Why didn't she get in the cabinet? She thought that they were going to be coming back. So she locks him in the cupboard. Because they've already seen her. They haven't seen him yet. Uh, okay. So she locks him in the cupboard, and she thinks they're going to be back soon. 
the whole family thinks they're going to be back soon. What happens is they take them all to this big, like, stadium, and they stay there for a while, and they're all shipped off to camps. Right. Um, is it concentration camps? Yeah. And so this whole story is her trying to get back to her apartment to save her brother, who is locked in a cabinet. I'm sorry. She takes the key with I her. I really need you to spoil this. Does <laughs> I need to know. Does she Hold save on. him? Hold on. So this, her so this start, is sad. I want to her part right is following that little girl, the first part. Well, it's flashing forward, back and forth, to this lady who, her name is Julia. She's in her 20s, and she's an American journalist living in France. And so they tell her to write a story about, it's the 60th anniversary of when this roundup happened. Okay. So she's supposed to write a story about it. And so as she's writing the story, she starts to learn all this stuff about what happened, and she learns her husband's parents live in that apartment. She figures this out through the thing, like... They own that apartment, and that's where she's supposed to be moving in with her husband. Into the apartment that this little boy was... This they, little girl had lived she in. She unlocked the cabinet so, and his bones are in there? <clears throat> so, what, listen, sorry, you said it was write down the spoilers. If you do not want to know what happens at the end of this book, skip ahead, because I'm about to tell you. So, what happens is, you're following both these stories. They get sent to the camp, like I said. She originally is with her mom, and they just take the men away. Well, then eventually they split the parents from the kids... She ends up, she's alone in this camp. She finds out later her parents were killed. They all, but they, her whole family, everyone else, her parents were sent to Auschwitz. Okay. So they were killed, but she, she's like, I have to escape. I have to get out of here. I have to save my brother. And so she, she and another girl named Rachel escape. They run to a nearby farm and there's an old couple there who protect them. Rachel gets sick. She dies. So it's just this little girl. And they actually, so they cut their hair and stuff when they were in the concentration camps. And so they dress her up like a little boy and pretend that she's their son. Smart. Well, so first, though, they, she tells them the story and they're like, we'll help you. And so they all go back. She, they find their way back to her apartment and she's still a little kid. She's still only like, I don't know how old. It's been a couple months, I think. And she goes back and she gets back to the apartment where the husband's dad lives. And they go and they open the cabinet. Well, he's dead. It's been a long time. So there, he was in the cabinet the whole time that no one had found him. And so she runs in and goes and unlocks the cabinet and they find him. So the old couple take her, dress her as a boy. They take her back to her farm. She lives there. She, they raise her. Super sad. It I is. Knew he died. And the family that lives in that apartment just seals up that space and just pretends like it never happened. And so this girl is supposed to be marrying... The future Yes, lady? the girl in the future, Julia... Is with this guy, and she finds out she's pregnant. He doesn't want a kid. He tells her abortion or leave. She wants to keep the baby, so she leaves. And she tracks the, the family that's left over. This lady grew real old. She moved to America. She had a family. She's no longer there. She got in a car accident and died. She meets this family and, like, tries to tell them what happened, and they don't want any don't, They don't want to hear any of it. She what had family? Sarah's family. Oh. When she grew up, she had kids or whatever. Okay. And this lady comes around to tell them the story. And they're like, no, that's not my grandma. That never happened to my grandma. Because she never said a word to anyone. Right, because she didn't want ever to risk Right. And so it. she goes, so Julia goes, finds them. Well, Julia moves back to America, lives her life. Well, they eventually, I think it's the son of her, I think it's her son. Sarah's, Sarah's son? I think it's Sarah's son who didn't want to hear it. Okay. Who then comes and finds her later and is like, I'm ready to listen. I'm ready to hear my grandma's, or my mom or grandma's story, whoever it was. Okay. And she tells him what happened and he like, it's glad to hear it, but they actually discover like an, a, her journal or something. She actually committed suicide. She crashed her car because she couldn't live with the guilt of her killing her brother. It's terrible. It's a terrible story. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> 
But the Julia, you know, goes back to America, marries someone else. She ha- has that baby, and she names her Sarah. And it's super cute that she names her after him. And it's it is, depressing. It is, but yeah, that's super depressing. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, if you didn't want to get spoiled, you can come back now. It's over. But yeah, so how are they supposed to pinpoint that? I don't know. Figure oh. the fuck out. Okay. <laughs> All right. What's your last book? I'm sorry, my books are sad. But no, why are you living your I'm life sorry. like this? I I listen to murder and I read stories about terrible things. Yeah, I just to know why her life goes in a depression cycle. Bitch, <laughs> do you know what you read? <laughs> I put myself in this state, yeah, but there's... but I deny any any responsibility. <laughs> there's a difference though with like the murder thing, because like I listen to my favorite murder, but they keep it so upbeat most of the time that you don't get too depressed listening to it. But those books, that's just plain simply like kill myself, depressing. <laughs> I love that book, and the movie's amazing as well. So you're welcome. I don't know if I'm gonna watch it because I think I'm. Well, when I worked at the movie, I didn't even know it was a movie. It's like one of those. It wasn't popular. It wasn't a huge movie. But so I didn't even know it was a movie. And when I was working at the movie place, I was just Max standing in video. Yeah, I was putting out of business. Don't look it up. (laughs) You look it up. It's still online, but it's not real anymore. I was looking through the movies, like putting them in alphabetical order, and I was like, no fucking way. I love that book. So I watched the movie. It's amazing. Okay, so the third book is called Wild by Cheryl Strayed. Don't you use your finger to try and make me go faster. I will go as slow as I want. This is my podcast. Okay. I'm just going to We're just here as okay. guests. I'm just kidding. this is her podcast. I love you. You're not really my sister. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so the last one is called Wild by Cheryl Strayed. Which is also a movie. Is this Reese Witherspoon movie? Yes, the okay. movie with Reese Witherspoon. Which that movie, movie is great. It is. The movie's great and the book is great. No, so if you she don't, wouldn't know. I wouldn't if know. you don't know, to it. Uh, if you don't know the book or the movie, Cheryl Strayed, who's 22 years old, she goes through some crazy shit and her mom dies and then her marriage ends and she's just basically at her lowest. And so four years after that happens, she decides that she wants to hike the Pacific, the Pacific Crest Trail, which goes all the way from. Uh, like Mexico to Canada, right? Yeah, it's the whole thing. And she hikes the whole thing, and it's like... It takes, like, months to hike it. Yeah, for it people takes a long it. time. She had zero zero training, zero skill, zero... Like, she just was like, you know Why what not? I'm going to do? You want to know how you die? That's how you <laughs> die. She's like, I'm going to hike this alone. She did it all by herself. No one was with her. She's like, I'm going to do this. This is what I need to do to fix myself or I whatever. I hiked, like, six miles so this died. whole story is following her journey through the Pacific Crest Trail. Yeah, I've seen the movie. You don't have to stare at me and tell me. I will stare into your soul forever. Amanda, this book... <laughs> so, it, it, that's the whole story. You're following her story through taking this trail. It's What's great. it called again? Wild. Very good. It's by Cheryl Strayed. I've read any of your three books. But yeah, if you want I mean, to like watch said, the you movie, have, the first two you have to be into that kind of genre. I read two of the three Kristen it. listened to. You have to be into that okay, genre. Even though I listened to it, it's still like I read the book because no, bitch, you did not read the book. I listened to the you book. You listened to the video. To the book. <laughs> yeah, but I listened to the book. They they do it word for word. Yeah, I'm not gonna go into that much because that's what it, you're following her story and hearing her side and hearing her basically come. To terms with herself and her life yeah, it's really and become just, a better person. It's really just, you know, self-exploring. Yeah. You know, I love there's, it. It's a good, it's a good book. Not, it's it's good not like movie. a story story like the other yeah. one. So it's hard to even explain it in the right. first place. That's just something you really got to watch. Go yeah, watch that's it. That's really the explanation. <laughs> Besides that, it's just... Reese Witherspoon does amazing. Yeah, she does it really well. Does it's it really right. good. 
if you're into finding yourself in the wilderness, it, there you go. It is a, it is very, I feel like, even yeah. if, you know, you're not into that, like, it does, like, if you're having, you know, issues with, like, being, you know, at your lowest point and stuff, it definitely, I think, helps. I love how she gestured at me, like, fuck yo. Don't, nobody knows what you're talking about. Shut up. It's me this turn. Wow. Okay, so I really want to do the Harry Potter books, but I could not figure out a way to get all seven. So, unless I can get a hold of Meryl Streep and Anne Hathaway from Devil Wears Prada, so they can get a hold of the author and they can just combine that bitch into one book, I'm stuck. So, I chose the Hunger Hunger Games trilogy because I have owned all three movies and all three books. And I love them. And I figured if I'm going to be shipwrecked on an island, I could just play it like the Hunger Games. Like Kristen, like so you could see what was happening in your head? Yes, because I have a very vivid imagination. Yeah. And while I'm reading it, I'm in the book. Like, even if I'm not a character, I can see everything that's Kristen, happening. I can't hear your gestures. I you know. Have to use that's words. why it was just toward Amanda. Oh. But yes, I feel you. She doesn't want you guys involved. No, that's. I was <laughs> trying not to interrupt her because we interrupt okay, her a lot. We have to pause because I have to pee. Okay, well, Amanda's going to keep talking because. That's rude. You won't even wait for me to come back from the bathroom? Are you going to cut this part out? Yes. Okay. (sighs) Let's jump back in. My bad. I think Amanda was going, so... Amanda. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Your shit. I was talking... Like, I have a very vivid imagination. So, I'm in the books when I'm reading them, and I feel like if I was shipwrecked on a desert island, these would be part of basically, like, how we were going to be. You know what I mean? We could learn some survival tactics. Why do you put up the one? Oh, because I have a question I didn't want to interrupt Oh, her. I thought you were like, oh, never mind. <laughs> I don't know what I thought. So I don't have to describe them because those are those, just the Hunger Games trilogy. Right. But okay. you, so your three books are one, two, and three. Uh-huh. Sorry. Okay, Chris, what were you saying? Um, my question to you, so you could probably explain it, is why did you choose only one series? Instead of three separate instead books? Instead of like, yeah, three separate books because... You're stuck with one story now because it's one continuous story overall. So now you're stuck with that for the rest of your life because you can't read my books. Because when I... Because she's not sharing, bitch. I don't want to read yours so you can't read mine. Because I picked a, like a series that I enjoy reading. Like the Hunger Games, the Twilight series, the Harry Potter series. I could read them on repeat over and over. Like I've read the eight Harry Potter books like six times. All eight of them. But you don't want, you just don't want to get part of a story. Right. And I was thinking that I could take the first one, the fourth one, and the the seventh book. And you know what I mean? Because I could fill in. But I can just use my own imagination and just play them over in my head. Because I've read them enough that I basically know the whole storyline. Yeah. I could do Kristen's, I could audibly play them for Kristen out loud while we were deserted without the books. (laughs) So, with that though... That's why I did what I did. Well, first of all, you, you picked Hunger Games, which is the only, like, series that has three books, because all my series, other than Divergent, have, like, four books, so I can't pick yeah. that because you're only allowed to have three. But that's why I picked, like, Breaking Down the End, because I can fill in the rest, and then I get that fulfillingness of reading that last <laughs> one. And then same with Divergent and 100. I can read the first ones and then play the rest of it out. I have the Hunger, the Harry Potter three of the f- eight books picked. Well, seven books picked. She'd just so, rather read a story beginning to end. Yes, and I'd rather read that same story a hundred times and only read pieces of a story. That makes so sense. I, I know, get that. like, all your, so, like, all your favorite books are series. You don't have any that are just one book? Just curious. No, most of mine are series or have a sequel or have, like, I, I don't know. I've read hundreds of books, and I like, I like all different types of genres. So, I, there's just tons of books I've read. 
I have like 50 downloaded on my Kindle that I just read regularly. Hmm. It just it's funny because like your all your favorites are series it's, and none of mine are. <laughs> mine are the imagination piece. They're stories that build on each other for books and books and books and like. Like I said, my vivid imagination wants me to continue to read that book. You want to keep like, going and keep When going. I get to the end, I'm like genuinely sad that the series is over because there is no more to the book. And you you reread. Yes. Like I've I don't think I've ever read a book twice. Oh my god. I like I like to read it and then it's there. It's in my head. Why would I read it again? Like oh man. I read the Fifty Shades of Grey books, they're those ones I've read those like six times. I read all of the Harry Potter books at least eight times. I've read the Hunger Game trilogies probably five or six times. Like, I read The Hatchet when it has a sequel, and I read both of them like two or three times. A Child Called It, it has a sequel. There's another one. I've read that one. I read that. That audible gasp explains that book to a fucking T. <laughs> Like that was um, depressing. Mice of Men. I read it in high school. I read it twice when I was in college voluntarily. What was the other one? Was his name Teddy or Leroy or? Yeah, the old, the bigger guy. I lied. I have read a book more than once. Wuthering Heights, because I read it in high school. That was the other one they tried because to Because I, I had to, and so I didn't actually. I didn't have fully to read it. read it. You know what I mean? Because when you're being forced to read something, you're like, yeah, I kind of get it. So, but then I realized no. that I liked it, and so I read it again. I was the kid they own. copied because I read <laughs> books, and my friends didn't want to read the books. They tried to make me read Withering Heights my senior year of high school, and I said, fuck that, I'm a senior. See, that's the only, I think that's like the only book from high school that I actually liked. Great Gatsby is mine. I never actually read it. Like, that was one of those ones that I, like, kind of read it because I had to, but I never really. You ever seen the movie? Yes. It's amazing. Leonardo DiCaprio. I had a thought, though, a long time ago, and everyone ignored my hand. Because you're trying to be respectful, and I can't do that. Um, I have to say what's on my mind right away. All your books are, like, kind of sci-fi-ish, too. None of them are, like, things that really would happen. Like, Harry Potter's, like, the, you know, magic, magic. and then the Hunger Games. That's obviously... I mean, that's kind of happening, but... <laughs> well, and that's what they, like, that's a more realistic, like, that could potentially happen. Yeah. But I it's, feel like that's America, too. But it's still, like, out of... Like right, sci- right. Still sci-fi. kind of thing. So I feel yeah. like it's still sci-fi. Yeah. So I mean, I love all the Hunger Game movies. I might get the audio bit, books and listen to them. But the the thing with Harry Potter is it's just too much. There's just those big. They're listen, so good. And I understand that, but I've seen the size of one book, and that's the, <laughs> that one book is the size of all four of my 100 books. So so it's sad because we I made can't a trip to Canada. One yes. year. Yes, we did. And it takes about eight hours for right, you to get from Ohio, where we were living, out driving yes. to Canada, to Pinecrest, where we stayed in the cottage. Like, driveway to driveway was like eight and a half hours. Okay. I drove, read the entire fifth book of the Harry Potter series in that eight hours. I remember. Right. You did. But it would take me Ten years. weeks. That's what Dad said. Because when we pulled in and I said, okay, my book's done. He goes, didn't you just start that when we left? I said, yeah. He goes... That would have taken me months to read. Well, I remember one of our trips, and I think it might have been to Canada, where I asked you if I could read your first Harry Potter book, because you were always reading them. And I read, like, the first, like, two Chapter. chapters. And I was like, this ain't my thing. <laughs> and I stopped reading it. My girls, I love the movies. I just, that's not my, my type of book. My yeah, girls have seen it. the movies with me, and Eliana wants me to start reading the books to her. Aww. So I get to read them again. Oh, Do you need to be on the phone so you can listen to them? No. Ew. I thought of a thing. I It doesn't... It's kind of a sequel, but, like, it's kind of its own at the same time. But it is a, a singular book that I read that's not really a part of a series when you yeah. said that. And it's Wicked. 
Like I read the book from of the Broadway show Wicked. Did you read they it? I thought you said Wicked. I'm like Wiccan. <laughs> what did you read? Yes, but I haven't finished it. Okay. When did That's, you start it? 2004? No. The year I got it was the year we watched the Broadway show. <laughs> so in high school. So I, 2012? No, because it I was cannot. it was when I was out of high school because when we watched Oh wait, maybe not. I went I went and saw Wicked when I was a sophomore, not right. when I was a senior. I thought it was in Chicago, but it was in New York. Okay. I don't know. Either way, I I started it, but I have not finished it. That's why I didn't say it earlier, because you guys asked end to end, and no, I've not finished it. But either way, I have read most of it, but I know how it ends because I've seen the Broadway show twice. <laughs> so our next segment that we're going to do to, let's see, fill in. What, 10 minutes? <laughs> <laughs> if that. Well, it's okay, because this is one of our shorter segments today. We might have, like, a bigger segment of this with more detail, but yeah. we kind of just picked general stuff to kick off this segment. So I have... So pretty basic a bunch of questions well this segment is mommy corner not really my kids baby we in this one where you're giving advice um answering questions i was confused about this segment because again i'm just winging it so when i was told what to do i took it the wrong way so they got questions off the internet to give advice to I thought of a question to ask them for advice. That's fine. So we'll do yours first. We'll do yours first. No, I want you guys to go because maybe one of my one of my things okay. is one of the questions that. So asked. we'll just each do one question. Okay. Wait. Why am I doing a question? Because oh. you have a question. <sighs> okay. Go. Awkward silences. <laughs> I cut out the awkward silences. Damn. Oh. Cool. Yeah. So this question says, at what age would you let your child roam around unsupervised? I have mixed emotions. Because it depends. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can you please read that question one more time? A little bit slower. At, let me at, help the uh, the audible student here. <laughs> at what age would you let your child roam around unsupervised? Oh, never. Not in this day of age. <laughs> never. You can never go on your own. Like mine is. It just depends. My stepdaughter Silvera is 20. She had a lot more freedom, I believe, than my son, only because she just. We don't have to worry about her. She's mature. Well, and in the aspect too, you know, going from, you know, she's 20 and he's 16, that's four year gap. And history and time really does change things, you know, with your view because of, you know, kid snatching and stuff. Like, my kids, kids not, not kidnapping, no. <laughs> kids snatching. They will they just, snatch a kid. Snatch them right up. Snatch them. My biggest thing is just their maturity. How yeah. old, if they're 10 and act 10, maybe they shouldn't go out by themselves. But if they're 10 and they act 14, and, hey, I can trust them to walk down to the corner store. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it, too. How far are they going on their own? How right. long? Is there other kids with them? Are they completely by themselves? Do like, they have a way to get a hold of me? Do I, like, I'm that parent, like, my mom, I want to know where you're going. I want to know when you're leaving. I want to know who's there. You want to know when they get you there? You want to call when they like, get there? when Silvera would go to friends' house at, after, like, football games, and have bonfires, I went there and met that kid's parents. Right. And that's like, a big one, too. And when I would get there and I would meet them, they're like, you're the only parent that's contacted me. You're the only parent that's wanted to meet. Well, you're going to have my daughter. I, right. I need to know. Well, I also well, feel like it changes. So she'd never lie about it, but... I also feel like lie about that. it depends on location too. Like if you're in a town, if you're in a city, if you're in the country, 
Like, right. you know, those kind of things change too. Because if you live, you know, downtown Detroit, no, my kid can't even take one step outside <laughs> the door by themselves. But, you know, if you live out in the country, they want to walk down to the end of the driveway to get the mail. Yeah. Oh, just the end of the driveway. They're not walking down the street. They're not going anywhere. Just to the end of the driveway. She's like, I guess since we're in rural America, um, you can walk to the end of our driveway. <laughs> I'm sure we'll talk about it at some point that our mother was a helicopter mover, m- mother. And we all hated it. And obviously yeah, we are the same. Yeah. Amen. I'm 100% going to be helicopter mom. And she'll love this one. Sometimes, <laughs> well, when, like, Noah and Landon, you know, asked to go outside to the trampoline, you know, sometimes I'm like, yeah, go up there. And then, like, two minutes later, I'm like, let's well, take some. And, like, I run out to the porch <laughs> and I, like, make sure that they're still jumping on the trampoline because I live at the end of a, like, cul-de-sac. Cul-de-sac. There's, like, two houses that are even close. Like, no one's coming to take them, but you never know. So, like, I freak out. I have, I have well, as we said, super anxiety, so my kids aren't going anywhere. All those murder shows, all those kidnapping things, everything. My daughter, obviously, is not even two yet, so that's not even on my radar. But I know that when it comes, mm-mm. Well, I just listened to... Not going nowhere. I just listened to the podcast, you know, My Favorite Murder. Yeah. I listened to their episode, but right next to each other. It was two separate episodes where they talk about how Megan's Law was created yes. and how Amber Alert was created and so i just listened to both those like two days ago so it's like okay my child's never going anywhere ever right ever i mean there is a lot more even though people are a lot more cautious now there's also a lot more things in place to keep your kids safe but yeah i would definitely talk to the parents like if they're going with someone's parents i better know those parents oh 100 or i have a number to contact there was there was one of my favorite murder that that i listened to where a girl went on vacation with her friend family and she did not come home is that she died either she was like murdered or kidnapped or something on this vacation was that my favorite murder or was that a documentary with the they went i don't know that's why they're being a documentary about that too there's too many i, I feel like she them. just recapped the movie taken i'm just trying no yeah this is, no this they, is like a family like that went on vacation like mom dad daughter and her friend went with them and like how I mean, what would you even say to a parent, like, you gave me your child and trusted your child to me, and they're not coming home? Like, well, that's like the family. Was it the family's fault that this? I can't remember. I don't think so. I think it was just one of those things where, you know, they they went on a hike or something, and they got kidnapped or whatever. But That's sad. I just couldn't, like, all I could think the whole time was, how do you... You trusted your kid to this family right. that you... Right. If you think about it, we've all been in that situation where we all took our graduation yeah. trips our and we took our friends on vacation with us and our family. And that would be the situation of our friends not returning and our, us and our family have to explain, well, all three girls were taken and we only got two of them back and yours wasn't one. Yeah. Right now I can say because I don't have kids that age, you guys have both already, you know, you deal with this. You're at those, Kristen's kids are at those ages. and then seven. I'm not there yet, but I know that it will be very difficult for me to let a kid, my kid walk around, like, unsupervised. Like, I think back to me, and I'm like, I was walking around town all the time. Oh, 100%. Right. I say 100% a lot. Sorry if that's annoying. Okay, next question, Sarah. Go. Me next? Yes, you next. Let me pick one. I'm going to do one that's more towards the younger age, since we did one that was more towards the older age. This one is... This question that was online was, my son's a picky eater. How do I fix this? So. This is a really good question because Noah's a picky eater. But he's a little older. Like, I was, so it's harder once they're older because now they're kind of set in their ways. Because I think personally that 
that's something you have to deal with right away. Because there's so many like people out there that make a different meal for one kid than another kid and a different meal for themselves than their kids. And it's like, why? I won't do what? it. No, no. Like, I give Ember what... Now, obviously, you know, there's allergies. And if you're going to make something with their allergy in it, then yes, make them another meal. But if you're just doing it because they don't like that food, like, no. No. Yeah, I always refer back to our own father who... Wouldn't let us leave the table if we didn't finish our plate. Which was me, 100%. I sat at that table for so long, so many times. But you have to, like, number one, they have to try different things. They have to be getting their nutrition in. And, like, yeah, there's some things that Ember won't eat. And at this age, I put it in front of her, and when she's full, she gets up. Like, and if she didn't eat it, she didn't eat it. She doesn't know the difference right now. Like, I'm not going to force feed her. But I'm not going to, as she gets older, I'm not going to make her something different than what we're eating. Right, she's gonna, you know, eat it. Like, eat it or don't eat. Right, especially once they're old enough to, like, understand Sorry. stuff. Like, like right now I won't well, eat like, her green beans because she won't eat them because of the skin on her tongue, she freaks out. She yeah. won't eat them at all. But as she gets older and can chew those skins properly, she's gonna eat green beans. Yeah. Well, I feel like Amanda should know a little bit about it because isn't Brynn, like, super picky? Or Eliana? She, Wasn't one of them very Brynn picky? Brynn just doesn't eat very much. Brynn eats, she, like, Graze eats. She wants to eat little things all day long. And that's how Eliana was when she was a baby. Most of the time, except for meat, my girls will put whatever you put on their plate. Eliana eats whatever. Which is based on the way you fed them, though. I don't give my kids a choice. Right, you give them the food and they eat it or they don't. Like, that's it. Like, when allergies is the only reason certain things didn't go on Eliana's plate. My kids just ate what I made them or they didn't eat. And my kids have never had that issue. They never chose not to eat. They just ate what I gave them. Brinley's is a meat picky, and it just depends if it's, like, sometimes if it's just meat all by itself and it's not, like, cooked into something, she may not eat it. Sometimes she just decides that day she doesn't like it. I think the biggest thing is but, just not giving them something else. Right, not like letting them. Eat, if they don't want it, well, cool. They don't was, eat it, but that's it. That's all you're getting tonight. That was exactly last night for dinner. Mom pulled pork chops and put them in the fridge. They were thawed, but I didn't. Ha- there wasn't enough pork chops to feed everybody as a main, so I made... A side of tuna helper. We had pork chops and we had a vegetable. Everybody ate. Brindley took two bites and said she wasn't eating anymore. Her plate has tin foil on it. It's in the fridge. If she gets hungry, anytime before that food expires, she can heat, she it. Can heat it up. Yeah, well, and that's like kind of... It sounds really mean, but she needs to eat. Well, you have to be strict because if not, you're just going to raise a brat. Like, I'm sorry, but like, I just feel like if you're not strict, you're going to raise someone who thinks Children that... need structure. Yeah, so like... And these are just our children, because I know, we know people Listen. who's made their kids separate meals. That's I on know. you. Right. If you as a parent, like you, that. you do. If you, you do. We won't say it. But if you do want to do that, that's your prerogative. If you... Is that... Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. Prerogative? It sounded weird when I said it. Is it? What does that mean? Like, if that's, that's your business, if that's what you uh, want to do... It's yeah. your decision. Like, I'm not... Your kid's fed. That's I what just, matters. That's your the kid thing. Is I don't fed. have the abundance of money to buy seven meals for the two kids and seven right. meals for me and seven meals for Joe Schmo. Like, no. I bought seven meals. We're all eating these seven. I try. When I go, I don't go, oh, they really don't like this. Let me buy, like, eight boxes of this. Right. You try and but get what they want. Eliana but... will go, I don't like peppers. Yes, you do, because if I cut them up and put them in your food, you eat them. You just don't want them in giant chunks. So I just cut them up fine, and I put them in her food. Kristen, I don't like this. Yeah, so... I don't like um, that you're raising your hand. I just want you to speak words. Okay, I know, but <laughs> it's my way of... 
remembering what I need to say without cutting someone off. Yeah, Aww. stick that pen in your mouth and shut your mouth. When we, when we first got together, me and Nick, you know, Noah and Lena were kind of, you know, picky eaters. And then I came around and said, you don't eat. You're, like, you're not getting snacks, like, after this. Like, you're going to eat food, you know what I mean? And now we check their plates before they're done and, like, that kind of stuff. We're like, if you don't finish that, you're not getting snacks tonight. So then they finish it so that they can get their snack. snack. Right. So if you say that to Brindley, if you're like, you can't have dessert, she'll She'll eat eat her whole plate. Yeah, 100%. And I'm fine with giving a little bit of a bribe if that's going to make you eat food because you need to eat it. You know, I made tuna casserole for Nick the one night. He said you should try to make this for the kids. You know, they're not huge fans of tuna, but... Can't really taste it. Right. Right. So I made tuna casserole. Keegan thought it was chicken for the entire plate he ate last night. To the final bite, and he goes, Mom, is there tuna in this? I said, the whole thing's tuna. It's tuna noodle casserole. He goes, I thought it was chicken. <laughs> but so then Nick wanted me to make it for the kids. And so, you know, we made it. But I had bought, because we knew that they weren't huge tuna fans, I had bought food in case they didn't like it. Because it was something that... We knew going into it, they might not like because they're, they're not like tuna lovers. So and they just became your part of your family. Right. This is new for them. This is new for you. You're coming oh, right. in. Oh, right. 100%. Like, yeah. I'm more harsh on Eliana and Brinley when they get a plate of food than I was when Silver and Keegan. Like, I was a stepmom before I was a biological mom. Right. But, like Sarah said, they came in with their own dislikes and their own tastes. Silver so and them, they don't really care for, like, like the cream cheese type stuff like those textures just grosses them out so I just don't cook that for them right so but, our advice is just make them eat but what it yeah is. so we I cooked it <laughs> they should taste we, everything yeah we yes. cooked it we tried it they tasted it they said it kind of had a weird aftertaste and we didn't make them finish all of it but they ate most of it and then they were able to make the little dollar chicken sandwich I bought from the dollar store I'm telling afterwards. you so Aaron Keegan said they didn't like it and I would make them eat a bite of it in front of my face just so they could even if they spit it out I want to see you take this bite and prove to me you don't like it right you don't have to eat it right. you don't have to like it but I need to know that you've tasted it and decided you didn't like it not, not that you're just not you it. saw it and didn't like yeah. it yeah here's my advice I used to be like that open though open their mouth and shove it down their throat <laughs> hey, don't do that and that's she's a liar eat it that's aggressive eat this throat right now liar so am I picking a question now or no, you, you have, have a question, question. I'm asking us. the question Listen, I just want to give official advice. Shove it down their throat. Okay. That end. My question's <laughs> more towards a man. Wow. Rude. Fucking rude. You don't have stepchildren. <laughs> so my question <laughs> to you. With, you know, Please don't take our food feeding advice for your children. You feed them however your heart feels. As long as you're feeding them, we're happy. Shove it down um, their throat. My question <laughs> is more, because you have stepkids, I have stepkids. I'm just nervous about having a baby of my own. Because I don't know how. They'll hate it. Well, you know, like, they're excited. They they talk about them being excited and, you know, wanting it and stuff. But I love them so much. And, like, just people say having your own is completely different than having stepchildren. And I don't, I'm afraid. That you'll love them less. Yes. Well, not less. You'll hate them. You'll no. take them out of the house. No. You'll tell them they can never come back. No, none of that. I'm just afraid that, like, I don't want to ever have Treat them. them different? Yeah, I, I don't want them, them to feel different. I don't want them to ever feel different. Like, they're not my children because... I have a child that's mine, but like I consider them my kids. So you've been in that situation. You had two sub kids and you started pretty much at the same age mine are at now. Now, I mean, your kid, your biological kids came much later. Mine are coming. Mine is coming very soon, probably. 
And so I just want kind of a little bit of advice on that. I'm just scared. It makes me nervous. Like, I'm scared of being a mom in the first place. <laughs> like being a stepmom has see freaked me out and like I'm still working on it. Like I got with Donnie and I would have married him in the first six months if it meant we got his kids full time. I fell in love with them. Oh, I love these children. And I love them. Keegan, I buckled him to, into his car seat after Jeff and Becky's wedding. And he called me mom after meeting me for 10 minutes, like two hours. It was the whole length of the wedding. It, I'm telling you, the first time it happened, it changed everything. But I am lucky in right, the sense of who my kids are. Like, well, a, a lot of people too. have stepkids. And when you get them, like, my stepdaughter was nine when I came into her life. Most girls at that age would have hated their stepmom or had issues with it. But my kids are a little different. And so I've been blessed in that sense. And I just made sure that I spent time with them. Once I had the baby, they held the babies and they played with the babies. But I still sat up and watched movies with Silvera. I still made dinner with Silvera. I still went and sat in Keegan's room and played video games with him. Like, I still made them feel like they were equally as important. Okay. But I know it's like, I don't have a lot of say because I've never been there, but I feel like it all be in your head. Oh, 100% you know in my head. I'm 100% in my head. I'm like, just, it's you just getting on yourself, right. like, and you think, like, it's not that you're going to love your kid more. You may feel more attached to your child because you physically birthed it. You right. carry it, but you're going to have a stronger connection, but you're going to love it more. You know what well, I mean? And the difference is, like, You'll feel I just don't want them Nick, to ever feel. Right. Nick right. and his ex, they co-parent very well. And I feel like my husband and his ex did not. <laughs> they struggle with that. Understanding um, of the year. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, not near the situation. I know, I know. It's just decisions I had to make for them are different than I would make for mine because I have to think about who their mom is and how she's going to react to me doing certain things. Right. But my love for them has never been any different. And she tried to convince them that we didn't love them. So, like... It's it's a whole battle. Well, and that's that's why I'm blessed in this situation is that Emily's great and you know what I mean. She supports me too. You know the one time you know there was a situation right. and she got on that situation and you know made it better because she supports me. And that's know. the thing. So we I have just, a great relationship. You well, know, I have so. to say this because a lot of people, your whole life, you grow up thinking that the minute you give birth to a child, your entire world changes. Your Everything's brighter, everything's glowing, everything's beautiful. And for some people that might be true. But it's different for every single person. And I did not have some crazy revelation where like my whole world changed. Like it was a growing thing. It was something that happened over time. Like I would die for my child, but did I wake, you know, did I birth her and then everything changed? No, nothing, nothing changed. My life was the same. The way I felt was the same. And it's like, it's just, it's. A lot of things make it feel like it, like you think the world's gonna glow, everything's gonna be different. My life is exp- like, but it's not. It's not one switch. So you're not gonna just wake up, you know, have your baby and just bam, you love your baby more than those kids, or you treat your baby different than those kids. You know what I mean? They're all your children, and just, and just involve them. Yeah. And like I said, I call them my stepchildren, so people know because a like lot that. of because a lot of people have asked like my like. Hey, is this your... And they're like, my kids sometimes are like, well, this is my stepmom. I only refer them to my stepkids if someone asks. They're just my children. Right, and that's what I say all the time. I say my children, but earlier when we were at breakfast this morning for Father's Day, I said, like, stepkids or I said stepmom or something like that. And Landon was like, I don't like that. And then 
I was like, because it's got oh. a stigma. Right, and that's what, like, Nick was trying to explain to me and stuff. It's like, but, like, I don't look at it as that, like, stigma. Well, we didn't so, have like, step-parents. Right. We never had that. Well, and, like, I don't look at it at that stigma, but, like, what I like about the term is that I still get to hear them say mom. Well, they call you bonus mom. But not always. 90% of the time, they just call me Kristen. Right. Well, it took a long time, but Keegan called me mom occasionally. Well, I don't want them to ever just call me mom because that's Emily's position. You know what I mean? You know, I am their bonus mom. My kids called me Miss Amanda for the longest time because I was a teacher. Yeah, I just... Your mom. Your mom. (laughs) You're you're our mom. You're not my sister. You're You're my my mom. mom. Well, I look just like your mom. Your daughter called me mom a couple hours ago. (laughs) But yeah, but so it's just like... like, hello, no, not me. (laughs) Like, I know the, the whole step thing. You know, I get all of that stuff. It's just the feeling of hearing the second word come out of their mouth... Well, that's like, it's not going to say names because I don't know. I like it because of it. I like it because of that. I feel weird saying people's names sometimes because I don't know if they want to be part of it, but yeah, so we all know someone who never wanted kids. Right. And then once they were around kids calling the dad, dad, and like calling their mom, mom, and hearing that, that's what they wanted. They wanted that, that feeling that you're my mom thing. Yeah. It changes you. So, you know, it's different for everybody. But yeah, so like, so, you know, I get the whole stigma thing that comes with it, but like, I was trying to explain that in like that way, you know what I mean? I just, I just, yeah, I I just never expected my kids. So like, I don't expect them either. So Vera's always called me Amanda. Occasionally she's, occasionally she said, hey, she was older too. Mom, or she said this, and she's always says, this is my stepmom, Amanda. Like, that's fine with me because she has a mom. Right. And she calls her mom. And every single and, person is different. Right. Keegan knows he has a mom, but he calls me mom just like he calls his mom mom. Yeah. And we're both in the phone as mom with our last name. A big thing. Like just mom don't, and God. Don't, right. Just oh, don't. Oh, sorry. Mom and Hayes. Don't, <laughs> don't push anything on them. Let them, like, if they want to call you mom or if they want to call you stepmom, don't try and make them call you one or the other. Oh, Whatever right. they feel comfortable with. Whatever. Yeah. We're still trying Listen. to get used everything. I know you guys Still get learning like, bonus experience. kids and you love them, but I personally am glad that I don't have that. Just not so much the kid part, the ex part. Yeah, Kristen's blessed with I'm her. definitely blessed in my I situation. Know. I just so. like, I just Mine has Rocky have Patrick. heard stories and stories and stories from all kinds of different people, and I'm just glad that I don't have to deal with that. Well, and what's really funny is when I met Nick on Match.com, shout out to Match, because it worked. <laughs> When I met him, you know, I had put on there that I didn't care if somebody had kids. Because I, I don't, you know what I mean? I, I love children. Right, it's I not like teacher. I would have said no if someone had kids. Right. One of the very first questions, which, like, you can ask him that I asked was, what kind of relationship, like, do you have with their mom? Because I wasn't getting in right. certain situations. <laughs> I was like, coming in the room. Call Buki. Hi, kid kitty. Are you going to be like Elvis and always come in? Because <laughs> you were in the first podcast, well, like, the too. Start moving. I'm like, is one of the boys coming in? No, it's COVID because he's a butthead buds in every room. Are you coming up here? Are you coming? Come on. Don't be afraid there, guys. Um, I'm sorry. I lo- he lost my track. You asked me about our relationship behind Oh, yeah. And so some people, you know, because I wasn't getting in the situation that I know happened. Yeah. With multiple people. And so when he, you know, he told me that they were like best friends and I was like, okay, awesome. Let's do this. Like we can talk, <laughs> we can figure it out. Let's see if we're going to be together and look at that. Engage. The biggest thing is like Donnie and Isaac have our ups and our downs. We get along better than they get along. Oh, so it works. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Ba-da-ba-da. Like you and her get along better than he and her get along. Correct. 
That makes sense. But that's because she hates him and he hates her. He, he Well, I don't know if they hate each other. She He respects her as a mom. You know what I mean? He's not going to let someone bad talk her or put her down because he she is the mother of his children. Right. At least two of them. Right. That makes sense. Bada bing, bada boom. I think that's it, y'all. That's the end. And hopefully... If you have any... Hopefully I can you cut know, this down because... It, if you have any... We talk a lot. That's fine. If you have any questions um, that you want us to answer, or if you have any advice to okay. what I asked, then please, you know, <laughs> comment, send us an email. Lots of things. Do it all. Listen. Um, that's, that was another successful podcast. I know. That's the second one. That's our advice. Number two, guys. Listen to it. Don't listen to it. I don't Should, are we going to label our episodes, or are we just labeling them based off of our segments? They have titles. Do they? What's the title of this one? Well, the first one was intro slash I need it, and this oh. one will be shipwrecked slash mommy corner. Okay. Making so it simple, because I know people are going to, there's certain segments people will want to listen to. And, we'll and so it'll be easier nice if the easy. titles are just. If you like it, click it. If not, whatever. All right. Sounds good. Well, the end. See you later, folks. Goodbye. Man, are you gonna say anything? Say goodbye. goodbye. That's it. Just goodbye. Say goodbye. All right. Peace out. Thanks for listening. <gasps> Thank you. Bye.